your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. At least one in four of us intend on using some form of borrowing to help with Christmas shopping and costs. So what's the best way to budget for the season and what should we look out for when looking to potentially borrow money? Well, the money doctor, John Lowe, good friend of the show, is on the line to have a chat. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Joe. Uh, tricky one because I suppose one thing you're probably likely to say is that if you're going to save for Christmas, you should have started in January. Well, that's true in both senses of the word, both next January and last January. But I could sum it up, Joe, in two words. Be sensible. C-E-N-T-S-I-B-L-E. Because uh, this really is a a kind of a a difficult time for some families. Um, And and if you get right down to the basics, get a blank piece of paper, and you write out the four main areas of expenditure you are going to incur before Christmas, and that's presents. You know, they, they cover family, friends, your favorite broadcaster, for instance, your, uh, and, and work colleagues. Uh, then your second um, part would be the additional Christmas costs, things like cards, decorations, your tree, your holly. Uh, the third would be the food and drink. And, Joe, you'd swear that there's going to be no tomorrow. You know, the supermarkets are going to be closed forever. And yet people stack up their, their, their pantries and their fridges with all sorts of food and drink. And then the last category would be entertainment. We generally go out to see a pantomime or a zoo or a cinema or even Thunderland, any of these places, that's going to cost money. So if you, you know, tot up all of those costs, and have a budget for it. I mean, Santa had a had a had a, a list, and he checked it twice. There's no reason why we can't do the same. And uh, then you've come up to the the right figure of um, the total amount that you're going to spend this Christmas. Now the question is, where are you getting the money? Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> do you have to borrow, or is that always a terrible idea? Well, actually, the, the, you mentioned the first part there that one in four is going to have to borrow. Last year, Joe, it was one in three. Really? Yeah, so it has got better. Credit card debts is coming down. Um, people are getting a little bit more sensible. The savings has gone off the Richter scale. I mean, we are saving like there's no tomorrow, uh, which is brilliant. Uh, so there will be some people out there who have got money, uh, and they've saved it up, and maybe have got the ability to be able to you know, go through all those four categories and without actually having to borrow but for uh, a fair-sized percentage of the population, they will have to either borrow either through the credit card, through an overdraft, or go down to their local friendly uh, credit union or bank and look for uh, some kind of a term loan. I mean, I, I wonder, I'm not trying to turn you into a religious scholar here, but I do wonder what Jesus would make of the impact that Christmas has on people and their lives and the pressure that it puts so many on. Well, Joe, I can tell you one thing. It's very interesting you say that because I've just come back from a 16-day tour of Israel and Jordan. So I have been to all of those, and that same question actually hit me as well Um, because I think we kind of lost the plot a little bit in terms of what Christmas is all about. Um, Going to a place like Israel focuses your mind I can I can tell you that much, but it's certainly um, you know as far as money is concerned, we we do need money to get through Christmas. Well, well, of course, but it does seem like the antithesis of the Christmas message. You know, which I mean, it, it, it's a Christian festival, 
Yeah. That, that's it at core and people will say ah Joe come on you'll be very naive now it's become a secular festival and most people don't even know that um, you know Jesus Christ w- w- was involved in it to be honest with you <laughs> but, but, but it, it does underscore though because we've had people in here making appeals um, you know with the Christmas hamper appeal that uh, Father Seamus Enright was telling us about at the Redemptress very successful over the years and many more efforts that are really required John that people are just feeling the pinch in a big way and now we have the cold weather which makes them worry about mm. heating bills and all of that well I mean one of the things that you can do is you think of, of presents that you can give and again it'll actually go back to, to Christian values uh, give presents that don't require money I mean you know go down to your neighbours uh, instead of giving them a bottle of wine or some little present say can I cut your lawn next year or can I do something that, is, that, that actually doesn't cost money uh, babysitting all of these things that, that uh, you know, the Chris Kringle as well as something that should be brought back in again. I think we've forgotten about Chris Kringle, uh, which is a brilliant idea, especially or, if you have a large The Secret family. Santa, you mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a great concept, isn't it? You know, for two reasons. First of all, obviously, it keeps the money under control. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of pressure off the desperate search for presents. And, and the amount, because... You know, if you don't limit that uh, Chris Kringle uh, to a, a certain amount, then, you know, it, it, you you get one person in the, in the group who's going to buy a 100 euro present and the others can only afford 10. Well, that's true, yeah. So, so that's another good reason why, you know, you can put a limit on, on the amount of money you're spending. And, and what are the sensible options if you do have to borrow? I mean, people will immediately consider, we're talking to John Lowe, the money doctor, this morning, the credit card, but of course that costs a bomb. Okay, well, the credit card, now, here's, here's definitely a tip, because there are a number of, of credit card providers who will take your credit card balance and spread it over six months to 12 months at 0% show. So if you had, say, 1,200 euros on your credit card, you just can't get rid of it, because that's a big sum of money to just pay off one lump sum. But if you go, and, and, and the institution, the credit card provider that provides the 12-month one, which is the best one, is on post money. So you transfer your 1,200 over to them, you pay 100 euros a month for 12 months. At the end of 12 months, before Christmas, before next Christmas, you've got a, a, a debt-free credit card, and it's cost you nothing, 0%. So that's that's the first thing. Think about Unpost transferring your money balance. card. Yeah, okay. I mean that's um, you have to have a fairly decent credit history, by the way, to transfer it over. The second thing then would be, I mean, if you want, have to borrow, um, I mean, the credit union would be probably the cheapest one. And I'll give you an example. If you, you know, over two years, three years, at seven and a half percent, it's sixty-two euros twenty-one for a two thousand euro loan. Now you need to do it over twelve months because Christmas comes around every year. So if you did it over 12 months, it would cost €173.51 a month. <clears throat> That's probably the most sensible of, of the kind of the loans. It gets then ridiculous where if you have a, some kind of a credit history and you have to start thinking about authorized money lenders, there are 35, Joe, and these are authorized by the Central Bank of Ireland. <clears throat> and you're talking about um, interest rates of 200%. And, and then, of course, you may not be able to get uh, an authorized money lender, and you have to go to an unauthorized money lender. There, you can be paying up to two thousand percent. That's just so it's, it's madness, mad, really. It? it really is. I would rather rather than go to an authorized money lender or an unauthorized money lender. I, I would rather you know do without. Give my time for free. Or wash any car, do your lawn, then anything, babysitting. <laughs> you 
mm. even at my age. And John, I mean, what do you think the general prospects are now for uh, 2023? Hard to believe I'm saying that, but 2023, you know, well, from it, a savings point of view, an economic point, what, what's, I, I what's think, the visibility? I, I think people are definitely going to continue to save, which is a good thing. You always need to save. Um, I mean, you think about third-level costs. If you put the 140 child benefit from the time your child was born to the time um, it stops, which is the 18th birthday, you'll have accumulated 28,560 euro. You are still 14,000 shy of sending that same child to third level. So it's all about planning and saving. <clears throat> but I do think interest rates will rise, unfortunately. So those people with mortgages, especially on standard variable rates or tracker rates, um, you're going to feel the pinch next year, sadly. And it would be a time really to start thinking about fixing it. If you can fix your rate, fix it now. Okay. Right. Um, tough times for some. I mean, you know, some are lucky. They have done all the prudent things you've suggested. They, they've saved and they're reasonably clever with their budgeting. And, and the other key point, I suppose, is that, you know, if you are feeling the pinch this year, don't allow that to impact what you do next year in the sense that you should be setting out a budget, shouldn't you, right at the start of January for 2023, a household budget. As I said, Joe, it's really those two words, be sensible, because um, it's you at the end of the day is going to have to pay the piper. Yes. All right. Great to chat to you as always. Thank you very much. That is John Lowe, the money doctor with great advice. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.